are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, there's always those that say, well, now, I just believe it this way. That if it's the will of God, it'll come, and if it's not the will of God, then it won't, we ought not try to get it. Well, now, let me ask you something. What happened to the children of Israel when they took that attitude? God said, I've given you the land. Go in and possess it. It's yours. Belongs to you. Go in and possess it. And they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't say what God said. They sent spies in there, and the spies came back. Ten of them came back and said, we're not able to take it. Why, we just can't do it. Joshua and Caleb came back and said, we're well able. Now, all of them saw the same thing. But you see, one quoted the devil, and the other quoted God. And faith cometh by hearing. The evil report that the ten spies brought back was that we're like grasshoppers in their sight, and so were we in our eyes. They're giants over there. Well, what'd that have to do with it? God said, I've given you the land. Now, this is a promise of God here. God's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby or by this means... He has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. By these precious promises, we can become partakers of the divine nature of God. But, you see, we have to act on it. We have to do the Word of God. We have to act on God's promise and do what God said to do. Well, now there's people that says, you're just trying to act like God. You're just trying to, well, act like God. That's about the way they put it. Well, I take that as a compliment. Now, I'm not trying to be God. I'm trying to act as God would act in this situation. You understand what I'm saying? Now, someone said, well, where in the world do you see that we could do that? Well, let me read you a scripture here in Hebrews, the second chapter. One in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visiteth him? This Hebrews chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. We're in verse 7 now. Thou madest him a little lower than angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor. Didst set him over the work of thy hands. Now, if you'll notice here, he's talking about two individuals, or two different people here. One in a certain place, which was David, says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Are, or we could say, are and are the Son of Man. What is man? And the Son of Man. Now, the Son of Man refers to Jesus. Man refers to mankind. Now, listen to what he said. What is man that thou art mindful of him, the Son of Man that thou visited him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels, thou crownest him with glory and honor, did set him over the works of thy hands. Now, here he literally says that We've been set over the work of God's hands. Now, if you go back to Genesis, the first chapter, you don't have to read very far there in the first chapter to find. Verse 26 through 28 says, God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. Now, that's good news. I'll tell you, it's good news to just know that God has given us dominion over creeps. Because that's what he says, everything that creepeth on the earth. Well, thank God we have dominion over creeps and over everything else. 
God gave that dominion to man. Now, he never did take it back. It's still there. In fact, he went on and said, subdue it, have dominion over it. Now, the word subdue means if it gets out of line, you bring it back in line. In other words, God said, don't call me. If the earth gets out of line, if the situation gets out of line, don't call me. I'll call you and see what you did about it. Now, see, this is God speaking to man. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth. See, we've missed some of these things sometimes. We think that it kind of passed away back there somewhere, but it didn't. We are created in the image of God and His likeness. Now, the Greek states it this way, for a little time lower than angels. In other words, there's some things actually that we need to get into about this being made lower than angels because... It may sound like it's contradictory, but it's really not because of the way they translated this. But if you get into the book of Psalms, where this scripture originally came from, you find that the scripture there, the Hebrew word that's translated angel, is not angel at all. It's Elohim, which means that God created man a little lower than Elohim, which is plural for gods. Now, that's hard for some people to understand. And I think that unless, I believe this, unless the person really understands what is really being said there, then you're going to miss a big part of understanding authority. Because God created man a little lower than Elohim. I think Psalms 8, let me read you what it says here. It's almost word for word what was written in the New Testament. What is man that thou art mindful of him? The son of man that thou visited him, for thou madest him a little lower than angels, and crowned him with glory and honor. Made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. All things under his feet. Now, verse 5 here in Psalms chapter 8, the word angel is the Hebrew word Elohim. has been translated angel here. It doesn't mean angel at all. It means God's. Now, someone said, uh, are you saying that we are gods? Well, now, that's what the Bible is saying. We're not God, not taking God's place. Let's say it that way. Turn with me right quick to John, the 10th chapter. Let me point this out to you. We may say some more about it, but let's close it out with this in this session. Jesus in John 10, verse 30, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. Now, they took up stones to stone him because he said, I and my Father are one. He said, now, I've done a lot of good works. Which good work are you going to stone me for? Well, they said, we're not going to stone you for doing good work. We're going to stone you because you made yourself equal with God. Now, listen to Jesus' response. Is it not written, verse 34, is it not written in your law, I said, ye are gods? If... He called them gods, and to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. Say ye of him whom the Father hath sanctified and sent into the world, that thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God. Well, now, see, Jesus knew about this, and he understood this. Now, he's quoting from Psalms 82. That's what he's quoting from. Now, as you look at Psalms 82, it gets strong. It gets stronger than actually than what he said there. Let's read it. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. Now, the word mighty here is the same word, Elohim. In fact, there's three words here that should be translated the same way. 
It should say, God standeth in the congregation of the gods, he judgeth among the gods. Now, as we come right on down, notice that it says, verse 6, I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are the children of the Most High. Now, what are we saying? I'm not saying we are the God. I'm saying that man was created, mankind was created to be God over the earth. He was to rule and have dominion. He was subordinate to God. He was a man under authority. Under the authority of God, he had the authority to be God over the earth under God. Now, you understand what I'm saying? And this bears it out here. Jesus understood it, and he quoted it. And you can have it right here in this scripture. We may get into it in some of the other sessions and talk a little more about it. But you need to understand that. Man was not created on a lower order than angels. Man was created on a higher order than angels. Angels had the ability of choice, but did not have the right to choice. Now, you need to understand that. Man, Adam, when he was created, put on the earth, he not only had the ability of choice, he had the right to it. Now, that's the reason there is salvation for mankind and there is no salvation for fallen angels. Can you see that? Angels didn't have the right to make the choice they did. A third of them chose to go with Lucifer and to rebel against God, and there is no salvation for angels. But Adam made a wrong decision, but in the fact that he made a wrong decision, he had a right. Now, now listen carefully to what I'm going to say. Don't misunderstand me. Adam had a right to make the choice. The choice he made was wrong, but he had a right to make it. God gave him the right of choice. The angels did not have the right of choice. They had ability of choice, but not the right to it. So that proves to us that man was created on a higher order than angels, in that he had the right to choice as well as the ability of choice. And even though he chose to do wrong, God sent redemption for mankind and set it in motion. And that's why there is salvation for mankind and no salvation for fallen angels. There is no salvation for fallen angels. Now, there's people that say that the restitution of all things simply means that eventually in the end that everything's going to come together and the devil himself's going to be saved. You can forget it, Mac. The devil's not going to make it. He's lost. He's gone. He's a dead spirit. He is eternally doomed. God prophesied it from the beginning. And it's going to be that way. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. So man had authority in the earth. He was under the authority of God. He was created in the image of God. God expected him to rule and to be the God over the earth under God himself. He was operating under the authority of God to do that. Now, you need to understand that, and it'll help you in everything in life. We're going to hook up on this in the next session and continue with it. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, this is the last day for book offer number 7504. It's entitled, Your Spiritual Authority. Now, this book was formerly entitled, Authority in Three Worlds. Some of you may have it. But it's a 180-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. Now, in this book, we take you through the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, laying out God's plan and how that God 
sent His Son Jesus to this planet. He was the Word of God. He had a physical body. God anointed him to destroy the works of the devil. And by the way, did you know that your physical body gives you authority on this planet? God gives the anointing so you can destroy the works of the devil and overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil the same way that Jesus did on the Mount of Temptation. Jesus said, it is written, it is written, it is written. Every time temptation came, he just quoted what was written in the Word of God. You can overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil the same way by using the Word of God. James said, submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Well, so you submit yourself to the Word of God, you speak the Word of God, you proclaim the Word of God, and the enemy will flee. Now, this book will give you insight. Discover these powerful principles in your own life. Dominion through words. Your body gives you authority on earth. Being born of the Spirit gives you the ability to use the name of Jesus. The power of binding and loosing. The power of binding forces of hell, loosing the blessing of God. Your authority in three realms, earth, heaven, and hell, and more. That's offer number 7504, your spiritual authority. It's a 180-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area. Word is working for-